You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. Our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. We do all of this in less than 30 minutes. Let's get started. Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke, and it's it's starting to get weird for me to do the intro. I don't know why. In the beginning, it was like, woo, and now we're what, 72 episodes in? Yes. And then I have to look at my guests in the face and say this again. Why don't you have this like pre-recorded that you just lay over? Because I like to feel in the moment. Like I don't want it to be the same one each time, but it's a very, we might look into that. You're like, <laughs> so you're listening to Hello Francis. This is part two of our clubhouse conversation. We just kind of talked a little bit about it last week. I did it just introing what my personal experience has been and, and why we're looking at this as another social platform. And we have two great guests today that you guys will know because they're friends of ours, but Kaylee and Jonathan. Kaylee was in our um podcast. Well, she's been in a couple of episodes with us, mm-hmm. but about the Enneagram nine and Jonathan has been like a website expert for us, but also Jonathan, no, Kelsey and I did the Enneagram seven, but you are an Enneagram seven. And we had a lot of back discussions about that. So I know our audience is going to be familiar with you guys. So just in terms of all the people that we know, just kind of jumping in from a pioneering perspective and Hill and I are here together, Hillary, our, um, Uh, Durso, our content director at Francis Roy. So there's four of us, but I don't want to say that we're the most techie people that we know, but we certainly are the most enthusiastic tech users that we know kind of in our, our circle. Would we all agree with that? I'd agree with that. I think we're all very interested in finding out when something's new and playing with it and experiment with it. Well, so like Kaylee, you were, you were like the first one out of really anybody that I know that was Mm -hmm. in it, right? Like you've Mm -hmm. been on it for a while. Yeah, I got the invite. Actually, I never got invited. I kept seeing it pop up in all my social media, Facebook groups and things like that. And once it started to gain a little traction and I had figured out exactly what it was, I thought, I mean, I might as well go reserve my username because I feel like as a small business owner or anyone with a brand, you need to get on there and get your handles, even if you don't use it. And so then I realized, oh, I'm on the wait list. And two hours later was let in by a friend back in Nebraska. And I texted her and I was like, okay, now what? (laughs) (laughs) We've all done that. We've all been like, oh no. So now when I let people in, I have a cheat sheet usually that I send them like a bullet point breakdown of like, this is your hallway. These are your rooms. This is how you find more people. Cause it's, it's a little confusing since it's still in beta and they're, you know, still testing it. Definitely. I, it's also intimidating with any new platform. I think it's just completely a little bit over, it was overwhelming for me. Kaylee um, actually gave me her one invite, which I feel very um, obligated to do it justice. Cause you know, when you get, when you get in, you, you're actively using you, you get one invite to begin with. And then after a week you get like three invites. And I had had my username reserved for like almost a month and a half. And I had been waiting and uh, Kaylee's like, Oh, here's an invite. And I was like, Whoa. like very, just like, Oh, here it is casually. And I'm like, but I've been waiting so long. Right. Like (laughs) all I needed was this invite. Like, oh my God. But yeah. And then after a week, you get three more. I actually wasted my first invite. Have I talked to you guys about this? 
No, but Hillary told me the story. I think that your podcast world needs to know. (laughs) Yes. It was either, she either called me at a very early time in the morning or it was a very late time. And I I can't remember actually, but they were definitely after or before hours and it was hysterical. She was very upset, but go ahead. I was upset because I, I felt like obviously my first invite was going to go to Hill. Done. Hill runs all content at Francis Roy. Just makes sense. Like obvious. So I get in there and it's like, you have one invite. And I'm like, woo. And then it confusingly says, I thought I was connecting because it like shows you everyone in your iPhone contact list, right? And then it has like all, and I'm like, oh, I thought there were people who already were on Clubhouse and I was just going to connect with them. Nope. Oh. The very per- first person, A, if you're listening to this, Anita, <laughs> Anita Thomas, who I love, who runs the radio show Travel Bags with Anita. I obviously did not waste my invite on her because she's actively using it now, which is fantastic. Awesome. But she, I just clicked her button. It was like, you've used your, used your first invite. And I go, no, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to take it back. I'm like, and she's calling me and she's like, I am so, so sorry. sorry. <laughs> it took me so long to get it. I'm like, she's never going to get it. We're never, yeah. we're never getting it. We're, I've wasted it. I've totally ruined like our whole There's no strategy. take back. There's no, no take backs. No, because it was like, okay, I'm going to give mine to Hill and Hill's going to give hers to Kelsey. Like we're like strategizing how we're going to do the invite. <laughs> but it turned out Hill uh, reserved her username. We were able to bump her and it was like within 30 minutes. I think she was yeah. there, So Yeah, I've had that a couple of times where you can sort of like hack the invite just by having somebody in your contacts and getting yes. them to reserve it. Because you did that for me. And then I've done that for a couple of friends. Like wait to sign up. Make sure we're, we're like both updated, like you know, in our contacts. Mm-hmm. Make sure you hit the little share button. And that, that works just as well. Well, and it's because our, unfortunately our friends who use Android and Samsung, like it's an iPhone only platform currently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So have you researched why, like how, why they're doing it invite only and all that? No, but I feel like you have, and I'm stoked about it. (laughs) So (laughs) it's a start clubhouse is a startup and there's eight people on staff. Like I think in Silicon Valley, but so eight people and they did iPhone only and invite only because they can't grow too quickly. Mm. And I, the article said that on New Year's Eve, this was right before I joined, but on New Year's Eve, somebody did a singing performance in one of the rooms and it crashed the server because so many people joined because oh, wow. their technology isn't there yet for thousands or millions of people to be joining these rooms. Wow. So they have to keep it like super slow growth so they can keep up on their end with technology and their server size and things like that. Interesting. Wow. That ma- I mean, that makes so much sense to me, but I did not think about that. Yeah, because yeah. I was thinking like from the technical side of things, I was in a room that uh, had like a, a bunch of big YouTube personalities and the room exploded. It had like 1300 people in it. And I was just thinking like behind the scenes, this app is having to figure out who's in this room and then broadcast this one person's voice out to like 1300 people simultaneously, which like, I guess is not any different from like YouTube or something, but, but I don't know. It just felt, it just felt so much more challenging yeah. and like, the, the fact that they just blow up too, like I got in that room at three or 400 people and like 15 minutes later, it was at a thousand. It's just, it's crazy how fast those rooms grow. Well, if you've ever seen like Gary V join a room or there's a couple yeah. Shark Tank people on there, those rooms will go mm-hmm. from like 50 people to 3000 within seconds. And if you imagine like a server having it. to keep up with that. Yeah. So, so they, I mean, eventually we'll roll it out to the general public, but I personally am enjoying this time when it's slow rolling and it's a lot of industry professionals because they all know each other so they've all been invited in before Mm -hmm. the general public gets in and anyone can start a room 
Absolutely. I agree with you. Well, and not to mention like these rooms that get big are just one room. So while that one room is going on, you have all of these other rooms going on at the same time. They're not as big or whatever, but you know, I love this idea. Well, I love the concept of the idea of a clubhouse, you know, like you are going to hang with people. It has this very social feel and it makes the world feel very small. Like you're talking to people from Uganda or Australia or, you know, in the state next to yours in the city, same city as you are, which is like really, really cool. So it really shrinks the globe, which is nice. But then you get in and there is this hallway and down this hallway, there are all these doors, like I don't know how many, I'm going to guess like tens of hundreds or whatever, different doors. And it's your job to walk in a door and be a part of this conversation, which conceptually is so brilliant. And from the perspective of like a sense of obligation to participate in a room, like if you were to to join like a Zoom meeting or like, you know, some sort of conference call, you're not just going to pop in, see if you like it and then dip out, you know, 30 seconds later. Like with, with Clubhouse, you have no obligation to stay there. If it's not interesting, you can leave. And mm-hmm. if it's not the people you thought it was, or, or if the topic steers off and you're no longer interested, you can move on to the next one. That's what I love so much about it is like, get a feel for a room, see if you like those people and follow them, because then they're probably going to do another interesting room a few days from now or, you know, whenever in the future. So mm-hmm. having that like ability to just hop in and check it out is so cool. I agree with you completely. Very cool. I love the leave quietly. Yeah. They encourage you to like (laughs) sneak out if you don't like it because it's kind of like a podcast or a radio show, Mm -hmm. even TV. If you, if someone isn't articulate enough or they talk too slow or they're not, they're tiptoeing around the actual information and you're like, just give it to me straight. Like she could talk for 15 minutes. And if I've only gotten one piece of information, I'm like, okay, next room. Like I need somebody who can actually communicate and facilitate. And sometimes if the moderators don't let, like, if they're not good at their job and they don't push people along, people will just start talking and talking and you're like, okay, I need to get back to the topic. This is why I'm here. Right. So it yeah. really like depends on the room. Well, I think it, what's really nice is it also depends on like what your patience level is and what your individual flow is. Like you're talking about Kaylee, like I love babies. I love babies. I'm just going to say this a lot because what I'm about to say, it's going to make it seem like I don't love babies. I love babies, but when I go into a clubhouse room and someone's speaking and I could hear their child crying, I'm like, I'm out. I, I don't want to do it. And it's not because I don't love babies because I love babies, okay? yeah, but I, I just, know. you know, I might have 30 minutes in the morning to consume new information. And right now I really, and so I want it to be clean and I want it to be quick and I want it to be expert level. I can so- agree with that. Mm-hmm. To that point, sorry to cut you off, Hill. I was just going to say, like, I had a, a guy who he started this room about like YouTube Q&A and it was super interesting. But then he like got in his car and started driving and like the, the audio quality just plummeted, you know, because he's like talking through his car and there's all the road noise and stuff. And it just completely lost its quality. Like there was just I wasn't interested in it anymore. So it's like yeah. I find myself like going and sitting down on the couch or like in my bed and like only focusing on that room. Like they're so often so captivating that like, I don't want to just be like sort of mindlessly in the background, have it running, but it it does make a huge difference being super concise. And like, like you said, Kaylee, being in rooms where like people aren't pushing those folks along is like complete opposite end of the spectrum where a moderator is doing really good. 
60 seconds pass by and they're like interjecting them like, yo, you gotta, you gotta cut yourself off and move on. Yeah. I mean, I've heard them, I've heard them say like, you know, someone will get up to introduce themselves and they'll start saying like, I do social media for small business and I did, and they they will mute them. And the moderator will say, we're keeping this room pitch free. Please ask your question and move on. We don't have time for you to, for every single person to give their 60 second elevator speech. And mm-hmm. I appreciate that because like, I also do what you do. And I understand that you're probably trying to find new clients by being in these rooms, but the realistic thing is that we're all here to learn something, not pitch to each other. So like those have been my favorite rooms. Well, and what I really like about that and people taking initiative and the moderators really keeping it in line is that means as it gets bigger, because that's what I was worried about is that it would become more rooms that are just there to either pitch or do whatever. And so that'll help it hopefully keep it the way it's been where you're providing good information and knowledge to people. Yeah. I'm actually like, I'm very surprised at the level of information that people are giving away for free. I like to think about it and I explain it to people. Like it's like you're at a conference and you're walking down that hallway and you're going into all your breakout rooms. You're choosing which breakout room you're going to go to. And you get in there and the panels on stage, there's five chairs. You're in the audience. You can raise your hand if you want to ask a question. And most of the time, I think people think, I'm going to go here to get education, except they're feeling like they're going to be sold to. So I'm going to give you a little nugget, but then I want you to buy my course or buy my Mm -hmm. book or buy my whatever. And I've never felt that with this. And I'm actively listening to people give all of their secrets away. And then people in the audience are like, I DM'd you on Instagram. I want to work with you. So Mm -hmm. it's working and people are still getting business. But for those of us that are just listening, I feel like I'm like, I'm feel like I'm light years ahead now, just in like, real estate marketing for my clients just from two weeks of listening to chat rooms. Like it's crazy yeah. the amount of information that's free on there. Yeah. That's so to that point, I was going to say, like, I have found a couple of times where people do give that pitch kind of at the end of the room when they're closing it down, they'll be like, Oh, by the way, I have a course that fits exactly what we're talking about. And the first time I came across that, it was kind of jarring. And I was like, Oh man, that just killed the whole vibe for me. But then I found myself thinking just like you, that actually what they gave was really valuable. So then I went next time and listened to the same person speak about another related topic. And then the other night I found myself on this guy's website, like hovering over the buy button for his course. And I was just thinking like, well, it was convincing enough. And he gave away enough content that it made me think this authority person, I might, I might, you know, use them. I might buy their course or, or like you said, do a consulting session with them. So like from a marketing perspective, there's no risk at all. Like these people aren't your neighbors. It's not like all three of us were hosting a room like on social media and we're all competing for the same audience. It just doesn't work like that. It's just fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, right now I've been participating in clubhouse, um, in podcast rooms. That's really been kind of my lane. I know Kaylee, before we started recording, you were talking about, I, you know, you have this lane of like social media and real estate. And even though we do marketing here full, you know, full time and really content creation and all of that, what I have found is I like to listen in podcast rooms and what I have to contribute is the most relevant in that space right at the current moment. And so I've been dipping in and out of those. I haven't spent a lot of time in the larger rooms for whatever reason. I don't, I don't know if it just feels very cluttery to me or the rooms that have like thousands of people or hundreds of people or, or whatever. I like the intimate rooms so far because I feel like I learn a lot more. And then I also like to learn from normal people. 
which I think is just a personal preference. So you have like these, you know, content creator gods like Gary Vee or whoever, and they're used to being on stage and they're used to kind of like spewing, but sometimes there's so, I have found so many cool nuggets of information from like Sally Joe, CEO of two people in Wisconsin. And she is like a rock star. And if she lived in Seattle or Atlanta or New York, she'd be killing it at the same level, but it's like, that's her platform, you know? And then we can connect together. And I just love the value found in that. It has been such a great experience. And then asking her to be a guest on our podcast, which has really been the intention of my participation on Clubhouse is to find future guests for Hello Francis. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Never had never really thought about it this way too, which with what you just said, the average person like you or me or whoever, we can all learn from each other, but I'm not, I don't have a course to sell. I don't go live mm-hmm. on Instagram with social media tips. I don't, I don't have anybody that I'm teaching realistically, mm-hmm. but we can all learn from each other. And this is that free platform where it's like your comment or your nugget that you can drop in a clubhouse room could benefit the other hundred people in there. Mm-hmm. But I get to like, I get to feel like I'm contributing without having to spend all this time putting a course together and becoming a teacher. And like with, for me at a conference, the most valuable part of being at a conference is like when you go to lunch and you sit at a round table with eight other people and you start talking about what you do and brainstorming and asking questions and like, that's what this feels like, but on a bigger level. Mm-hmm. And so I really think like people who are going to get the most out of it are those who do educate and teach in some way, shape or form, or people like you and I who are always listening to motivational or educational podcasts or right. reading educational books or spending time on in Facebook groups, like researching other stuff and reading new articles. And like, those are the kind of people that are going to be on this platform. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You're just a knowledge seeker from yeah. the get go, yes. you know, and you don't really care where that knowledge comes from. You just want to try to consume as much of it as possible. And this is a really quick way to do that. Since Clubhouse came in my life, I've read less books. So I'm trying to balance that because I find myself like, I love Insta reads. Do you guys do Insta reads where it'll give you like the summation of like books that are on the bestseller list? So it's just like just enough knowledge to be knowledgeable about, you know, whatever people will be talking about when it comes to books or whatever. And I like the snippets. It ends up being like three pages or whatever, Mm -hmm. instead of the whole book. So I like, I find the older I get, the more I want to consume information quickly. And this has really done that. But then I need to make sure that I'm making room in my life to like actually read books and do those things because there's nothing like the journey of reading a book too, you know? So you know, where does Clubhouse fit in in y'all's lives? And do you find it taking over something that you used to be an active user of? I guess for me, it's, I've been treating it in terms of a podcast. So I've always had podcasts on my car. Yeah. I listen to them at the gym. Like I typically have them on most of the day. And because I've been doing this for so long, it, it becomes harder and harder to find podcasts that you haven't heard yet that you enjoy or, you know, you get one new episode a week. So you go through them very quickly. And so, you know, I had a conversation the other day and someone was like, you know, clubhouse takes over my whole day. And I said, well, if I'm editing photos or answering emails or researching or strategy, I just have my phone playing clubhouse next to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm still getting my work done. But in terms of like taking over, I'm probably listening to way less podcasts now than I was before clubhouse. I agree with that, Kaylee. I am definitely, it's replaced 
my podcast listening to like for sure. Mm-hmm. The ones I'm subscribed to, I still listen to. So you should still listen to Francis, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk in a minute about how we're trying to incorporate yes. Clubhouse into yes. our podcast, but Jonathan, what are you, what's up? I was just going to mention, I'm not, I'm not one that like really seeks out podcasts. Like there's not really any that I follow regularly, like pretty much other than yours. I don't listen to, to podcasts, but like what I found is that with Clubhouse, I, I am going out of my way to go look at least a few times a day to just see if there's anything super interesting. Mm-hmm. For me, it has to be like so captivating that I just like stop what I'm doing and listen to it because right. while I'm working, I can't, I can't have that in the background. It's just too distracting for me. I just would like have quiet music on or, or sometimes even just like a quiet room, but like with Clubhouse, I'll stop either like for lunch or like after dinner or whatever, and just spend an hour or two listening to rooms and kind of browsing a little bit. And like, that's not something I was typically doing. So like in a certain sense, I guess it's sort of opened a different learning avenue for me. Like I'm, I'm super big into YouTube. So I spend way too much time on YouTube, but with Clubhouse, it's like a completely different form. People always have an ulterior motive on YouTube, like selling a course or like making you buy super expensive coaching to actually get the answer. But for whatever reason, those same people are in Clubhouse actually giving their secrets. And what's interesting to me too, is I almost wonder, because I find myself again, doing this too, like, like I was saying, like leaving podcasts, but like focusing more on Clubhouse. I wonder if it's also because the functionality of it to some degree, like to me, like when I'm searching on a podcast, I Clubhouse easily to me feels like a social platform. Sure. Yeah. So like, I'm much more like, like, I don't know, I can get on it and be on there for hours. I don't get on the podcast, like Apple podcast and be there for hours. Like it's not the same. I love that. We're all kind of using it a little bit differently. Personally, Clubhouse is something that I feel like if I'm there, I need to be engaged where the difference between that and a podcast is I can be more passive in my listening. And I listen to podcasts very passively where I am in Clubhouse with intention. So I'm either wanting to bring value or I really, I want to spend my time there, like writing something down. So I don't tend to do that as passively unless I'm in the car by myself, which is still kind of like I'm a dedicated audience at that point, or I'm in there and I'm in a room specifically because I feel like I can add value or take away something. And I want to be an engaged and active member. So I've been really challenging myself to raise my hand and ask questions or like raise my hand and provide value, which has really helped my personal speaking ability as well, because I don't know about y'all, but the first time I raised my hand, I thought I was going to have a stroke. Okay. Like my heart was beating in my chest. I don't know why. I mean, all of us have participated and, you know, answered the call of being a speaker at a conference or whatever. This felt so much more intimate and personal than that. And I just kind of felt like I was bearing my soul, even though nothing I said was really, you know, it wasn't like, well, first of all, I don't feel like we have any secrets, but it wasn't like I was providing a secret. It just felt like, you can't see people face to face. So you just put your voice out there and what you're going to say. You're like, oh shit. What if no one says anything, you know, it's just like crickets or whatever. It was the most vulnerable practice. But once I did it the first time, it felt so good. And now I'm just like obsessed. Yeah. It becomes almost comfortable. Like thinking about is actually like just about a year ago, all three of us, all of us actually were at that local conference and we all did a speaking engagement. All of us had, you know, 20, 30, 50 people staring right at us. Right. And yet 
that to me was less scary than speaking the first time on clubhouse. Like I told you Chantel and Hill this, like I was literally shaking uncontrollably. You could hear it in my voice. Like I couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't stop. It was like ridiculous. I had to like, I had to like go put a jacket on, get in my bed and like try to warm up while I was like trying to speak on this because I was shaking so uncontrollably. And I don't know why it feels so much more personal, so much more like just vulnerable. Like you said, it's, it's weird because you don't have that visual aspect. But you don't. I guess you don't have the eyes in the crowd that are comforting. Like to me, I guess that's always, true. Yeah. Yeah. You can always pick that one person out who's nodding their head at what you're, you're going saying. along. You're like, okay, so I'm okay. doing good. I'm doing so good. Yeah. They're giving not, me some positive reinforcement that this yes, is going well. This is yes. not straight bullshit. I at least, <laughs> you know, this person is loving it, you know, whatever. So you have that validation where really on Clubhouse, it's like people could be like, okay, Chantel, thank you so much. That was great. And then they <laughs> mooch ass and then they're like, next question. And then, which is fine because you still, like, even if that happens to you, like you still stood up and you asked your question or whatever you wanted to contribute or whatever. And maybe they move on and everything is cool, but that has not been my experience. It has been really great. It's been really great for our podcast. Um, we've got, you know, a new five-star review outside of our sphere of influence, which is great. We, you know, people have sent me emails and, and DM'd us on um, Instagram and we've gotten new followers and, and I'm going to tell you the first time I raised my hand, it was not good. It was not quality information. And it's still, or I didn't feel like it was, but it still resonated with some one person mm-hmm. and it expanded the reach of our podcast. And so that was very positive, but in terms of, do I feel like yet that Clubhouse is going to replace podcasts? Not quite yet. It's certainly a possibility and everybody should be ready for that. And so our quote unquote solution is that we need to start using plug uh, Clubhouse. I almost called it Plughouse. That sounds like a fun brand. <laughs> if you have a company called Plughouse, call us. We want to brand you. Uh, <laughs> but they, um, how are we going to use that to support Hello Francis? And really the concept is, you know, we drop an episode every Monday, Monday nights, because we really like the evening. We think more people are active on Clubhouse in the evening, but Monday nights we're doing after the hello. And mm-hmm. so the Monday, when this drops, we'll, oh, you know, we already have a Clubhouse room scheduled and then we'll just continue this conversation with whoever wants to join us. In a more casual fashion, then people can raise their hand and we can kind of continue. Yeah. Which is really nice. So I'm interested in your, both of you experience in hosting a room because I've been notified that Jonathan hosted one and I know you guys do as well. I have not yet. Um, I have some in the works that, but I, I really needed, not needed, but I have like ulterior motives behind education and things like that, that I want to be a little further along before I host so that I don't miss the opportunity with anyone who's in the room. So I'm not there yet, but I'm interested to know like how you guys felt and how the rooms did and, and all of that. Jonathan, you want to go first? Cause you're, you did it before I did. Sure. Yeah. So I, I hosted one pretty quickly after I first joined just because I wanted to see what it was like. And actually the first day I like, I scheduled one and then I, I was too scared. So I backed out and deleted it. But then the next day I was like, I got to do this. You did that. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. I did. I was like, I'm going to start a room. And then it was like, it was like 9.23 and I scheduled it for 9.30. I was like, nope. And I deleted it. So Jonathan, I can okay, so much. Okay. It came up on my thing and I was like, Jonathan's on Clubhouse. And then I was like, oh, Jonathan scheduled a room. Like, <laughs> Guys, the fact that how quickly I got terrified because you know how it offers you to start rooms when you accept someone in. Yeah. I literally, when that first happened to me, I don't, I've never done something so quick in my life to hit 
like no like get out of the room like I had yeah, started yeah. and I was like oh my gosh the fact that even I mean and it was so it was so silly but I was like mortified well Kaylee and I actually have something funny to share about Jonathan because when Jonathan first got in the same thing happened with him that you're talking about Hill so Kaylee and I got into a room together that we thought Jonathan was going to be in and we was like he was out it he was like, like never he, came in. he, he never was- came in <laughs> so so you guys invited me and then um, I got the notification and I clicked it, but it forced me to go through the onboarding of like, here's the people you should follow and all this oh, stuff. So it took me like five or 10 minutes to get through that. And I didn't realize that you guys were actually waiting for me because I just didn't understand the concept. So then it like brought me into the room and there was nobody there. And then I was like, I texted Chantel and I was like, where are you guys? And she was like, oh, we dipped out. <laughs> we out, we out. We yeah. were to hear Chantel and she's like, hi, Jonathan. And I was like, it's just me. <laughs> we both started laughing. I was like, I don't think oh he's here yet. And so her and I chatted for a bit and then we both right. did. That's so this funny. Is like, this is like the bloopers of like. Clubhouse. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It totally oh my is. Gosh. We so, should save that part for what, for after the hello. Yes. Because I, and I don't want to give up too much because I feel like we still have a lot like, okay. So if you're listening to this episode on Monday morning, what day is that? The 28th? Monday, January the 28th, like I think is when this episode, so it's, we're airing it on the 22nd, 25th, 25th. the 25th, I'm sorry. Okay. So the 25th, it, it, this episode airs. And then that evening, six o'clock central time, um, I hope I'm not lying to us, six o'clock central time, we have an after the hello episode planned where I'm hoping we're all going to be together. You know, you never know what's going to happen, but as many of us as going to be there as possible, we can talk about what are our tips? What was like our first experience? What, what would we tell a new member? I'm hoping Zalman will join us because we are actually, and he jumped into a room like his very first uh, time and he did so great. So I'm hoping he'll share that. And, um, but we can go around. Is there any like one little last thing, Kaylee, that you want to share? I still want to know how your experience hosting a room. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. We, we like got off track real quick. So, so I hosted a room the first time specifically around like websites and WordPress, but What I found hosting it specifically was I think the time for the subject matter is super important. Like what time of day it is. Because the first one I did at like two o'clock and that one did really well. I I got up to like 30 or 35 concurrent members at one point, but people kind of churn through, you know, nobody really stays the whole time. And then I hosted another one that I did at like, I want to say I started at 6 p.m. And that one didn't do as well. But the first one I didn't use, I, I just called it like, like WordPress users or something like that. And that one did really well. But then the second one, I called it like WordPress Q&A. And people did come in and ask, but the the total users at, at any given point was like maybe 15, 17. At some points it'd be like six or seven, you know? So I really haven't cracked that code yet on like what subject matter really resonates with people. Do people just want to learn or do they want like a Q&A kind of format? And then also like what time of day? So I think like I need to, kind of spend some more time figuring that, figuring that out. But I will say I did connect with a bunch of people, like almost everybody that comes into the room, if they stay more than a minute or two, they're going to follow you. So I have a lot of followers that I don't even know who they are. And then also I'm connecting with other people through like Facebook and and other channels now. So it's leading to like connections outside of the app, which is pretty awesome. That, that is actually another point that we did not really discuss, but Clubhouse, I know people say the same thing about TikTok, like you can use it to grow your Instagram, but I never found that specifically, but with Clubhouse, it's been the amount of people whose Instagram feeds that I alone have clicked on through their Clubhouse, like yep. 
crazy. So if you are adding value or finding people who are like-minded like you, it will result in larger connections on your Instagram and your Facebook for sure. Yeah. The first time that I was brought to the speaker stage, I got like 30 new followers in two minutes on Instagram. She did. Yeah, it was I great. mean, it was Amazing. crazy, and which is which is fantastic. I mean, but to answer your question, Kaylee, about um, the experience hosting the room for the first time, I tend to be less deliberate and more shotgun. And I was just like, one night, um, hey, I'm just going to start a podcast room really quick with Hill and I, and we kind of talked about it, but we didn't schedule it. And I was kind of maybe not going to do it. And then Hill's like, you're definitely doing it. And so I just like popped in there and then just started inviting people that were following, you know, just to get some practice, but really no structure and more just dialogue and conversation. And it was fine. Now our hello friends after the hellos will be scheduled. And I have plans in the future to host rooms that are specifically about starting podcasts for the first time but I'm still not sure if I want to do it in conjunction with like the groups, you know, you can do like the women in business or the, the pot, the startup club. I mm -hmm. love the startup. Club. I do too. That's like one of my favorite, but you know, the talk room or whatever. So if you're going to start your room under one of those umbrellas, I haven't truly decided if that's going to happen, but you know, at the end of the day, if you get in and it's just like not working out, you're not driving, just be like, okay, well, this has been great guys. Thanks so much for coming in. Uh, bye. And then <laughs> just end it and move on. Like, you know, I think that there is some real deal imposter syndrome that could keep people from doing, reaching their full potential on um, Clubhouse. So it's just like pull the bandaid and if it works, it works. And if it doesn't just try it again another time. Yeah. I think notoriously I'm more of a listener than I am mm -hmm. like a speaker or a contributor, at least overall in my life, maybe not with people like you guys that I actually know, but I feel like to start a room, I need to be prepared. Like I need to have some bullet points of things to talk about just in case like the room goes silent or there's not enough people asking questions because the ones I'm in, sometimes the moderators keep adding value and keep talking, yeah. which is super great. And so there's not a lot of silence. And so for me, it's like, I need to be prepared. I need to have some bullet points or something before I start my room. That's a great point because there was the, the first time I had a bunch of people that were kind of like up on the stage, all adding value. So they made my life really easy not to like have to continue coming up the questions and like keep the room flowing. But the second time it wasn't quite as engaging. So I was like, there was a few awkward silences that I had to like come up with a question on the fly, which worked fine. But in terms of what I think probably is the most important is either having like a script that you could follow like that, some bullet points that like, as the conversation flows, you could pull it back to that overarching topic or have somebody else up there with you that you know, for a fact is going to just like run with the subject just as well as you can. Cause yeah, then it like seems like having a couple of people that are really tuned into that subject just makes it like effortless. I think that's really smart, Jonathan. I, I like thought that. about that, but that makes a lot of sense to have a couple people that are also knowledgeable on the subject you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. A few moderators. Ask them a question that you already know the answer to, but is beneficial for the entire group. Yep. Like I bet the, the group of us, we could probably ask each other four questions right now that we've heard the other person answer, mm -hmm. but we know would push a conversation yes, along in a very exactly. healthy way. That's true. And I also think scheduling them in advance versus on the fly would probably help a lot to get people in there. You know, like I'm going to go live tomorrow at 9am or something so that people have time to actually find it. Because I don't know about you guys, but usually when I wake up, I click the calendar icon in yep. clubhouse and I scroll through to see what is scheduled for the entire day. 
they make it really easy because you can just click the button and add it to your like my apple calendar and my iphone and then it notifies me like 10 minutes before it starts or whatever and i can get somewhere or somewhere quiet and actually turn it on and listen so i've been doing that with the ones that i'm really interested in i've, I've stopped following like a couple of groups because it'll just be like I cannot get through 7.30, you know, there's like a thousand 7.30s and I'm just trying to find something and it'll be like morning affirmation, morning affirmation. It's like, okay, how do I just choose a time block? Mm-hmm. Is there a way for me to do that? Or no, I got to scroll through that. I think you thing. scroll. But yeah. to me, that's an area of improvement. Like I want to be able to choose a date and time that I'm available and see what is available on that date and time, yeah. as opposed to just having to scroll through a hundred seven thirties that are scheduled and then moving on to the eights. And there's like a hundred, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like that kind of stuff. I, I just, sometimes that keeps me from using the calendar function. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I followed a lot of, in the beginning was following a lot of the people in the social media, Pinterest world. And a lot of them seem to be from Atlanta. So I'm scrolling through a lot of like ATL meetup hangouts or something. And so one of the feedback I have for the app is I would love if like you scrolled through your hallway and you saw a room and you could just swipe to get it out of your hallway to indicate to them that that's not a topic you're interested in. Yeah, that's nice. But if you've done, if you've done the update, because it just asked me yesterday to update the app, it'll now is asking you for your interests. So you can go through and, and select from the dropdown, like, I'm interested in social media. I'm interested in networking. I'm interested in podcasts. And so hopefully like that's indicating to me that they are working to do more of a rollout to where we can find things that are more interest of us. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know if you said it on your last one, but the only way to find rooms is to follow strangers. <laughs> so it it's is. like, it is. Mm-hmm. yeah. So if you don't, if you're just blindly following people, which you have to, when you get started or you won't see any rooms, then you start getting into other stuff that you may not be interested in. Right. I feel like in our clubhouse discussion that we have after this episode, we are going to be able to share some really funny stories about rooms we had no business being in. <laughs> There's some ones that I've wanted Still to just a good story go that in. We put in our pockets. <laughs> Don't worry, I've been, I've been making I've been making sure she doesn't miss the rest of them. I've been sent, texting them to her like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> make sure you jump, make sure you jump in. <laughs> Don't, I don't want her to have that FOMO, you know? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we obviously have fun when we all get together. Well, and which is great. And I love that everybody has a different perspective. We're all kind of using this in different ways. And I imagine our journey through it is going to be diverse as well. So that's exciting. Thank you guys for always being willing to show up at whatever time and talk to us about your experience mm-hmm. and provide some knowledge and value for our audience. We really appreciate it. So happy to do it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you. This was great. I love talking all things tech and social and all of it. <laughs> me too. Well, you guys, you guys are joining us after the hello on Monday, right? I'll be there. It's in okay. my calendar. Yep. Awesome. Perfect. So um, if you want to actually have a conversation with the folks who are on our podcast today, um, that's really our intention and how we're using Clubhouse to extend our conversation past the 30 minutes and for you to have an opportunity to engage and to ask questions and to have real life conversations with what you're listening to with Hello Francis. You, I I don't know. You can send us your handle on Clubhouse and we can find you, right? And follow you and make sure that yeah, you have yeah. an invite and you see the calendar. 
or you can follow us. We'll make sure that you have the tags for everybody that are um, speaking today. And if you're in Clubhouse, uh, we'd love for you to jump in. Send us an email if you have any questions. Hello at francisroy.com or you can DM us on Instagram or message us on Facebook. But we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks.